Big time intro. Big time intro. Okay. Hey, folks. Welcome to Facebook Live. I think you can see me. I don't really think you can see Smiley Mark all that well, but he was on TV for 29 and a half years. There we go. So there you go. Hey, Doug Fireball Turnbull here. This is the WSB Traffic or the Atlanta Traffic Podcast. Yeah, good to be with everybody again. Hope you're enjoying it. Let us know uh, your comments through uh, our, our various modes of social media contact, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Yeah, we definitely want to hear about that. And we are gonna we know we might get some comments on this page here. So please, of course, folks, uh, send those in. We're not going to see them now because we have our backs to it. But maybe a little later on, we'll be able to adjust those and get onto those. So we got a couple things to talk about here. Of course, Atlanta traffic ever-changing. We've got our bridge rebuilt. We've had some summer break. We've had the holiday diaspora during uh, the, the July 4th holiday. And what, what more can be said about that? A lot of rainy drives. And now we're uh, get, getting into where the summer break is starting to end, and we've also had some nasty wrecks. So I guess I'm going out of order already, smiling. But let's talk about. Look, schools are already coming back into July. We're now we're we're past the July Fourth quote unquote hangover week, so we're already expecting some big stuff next week. We are, and it uh, starts right in the heart of downtown Atlanta, America's Mart, which pours a lot of out of towners into a concentrated area near Centennial Olympic Park and uh, the World of Coca Cola and the Mart District down there. Of course, that's going to put extra pressure on the downtown connector, especially the service streets number one. But the downtown connector, where we see the backups when Mart is in session, is the William Street exit. Seems that everybody just goes southbound on the connector and heads for that William Street exit, and that can really cause some unusual southbound delays in the city. Usually we're not following morning rush hour delays southbound between 17th Street and William Street. We're usually following northbound delays up and through midtown Atlanta. Be prepared if you're rolling in from the northern suburbs and your office is in downtown Atlanta. Put some extra time on your commute if you're heading 75, 400, or 85 southbound inside the perimeter. Yeah, definitely. And it lasts late. And then, of course, we get a push after 5 p.m. or so whenever that thing ends as well. A lot of people try to come off of William Street or Peachtree Pine Street, that area, get back onto the connector north. And always, it seems like the state patrol is waiting there in the Gore area for HOV violators because it's so easy to just jump on that HOV ramp to the connector north. And I know we talk all about toll lanes and Peach Pass lanes and all this stuff. We still have a lot of HOV lanes, and that's for two or more passengers. When I worked in downtown Atlanta and I would leave, you have that ramp that goes, uh, if you're leaving William Street and you want to get on 7585 northbound, single occupant should stay to the right because that looks like a very tempting way to get to the, yeah. the, the the left side of the connector, which, of course, if you're rolling the left side of the connector, that'll take you up. Uh, let me see. Where does it split? It splits in that weird direction. It'll take you up to 75 north. Yeah, that's well, right, yeah if you stay, if you stay in the HOV lane, you right. can get right onto 75. But even if you dump off into the HOV, you can ride up toward 10th or whatever, yeah. pop over to the fast lane and get on 85 north. So Easy pickings for violators of that HOV ramp leaving William Street to connector north. And another place the State Patrol loves to uh, picnic as well is on the connector south right there, the 17th Street Bridge. People come down that HOV lane and... All the time, I think there's trouble in the helicopter. I'm like, oh, no, there's a stall off to the left. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's just no. the police running. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and we're glad that the Department of Public Safety is enforcing the law. But it certainly, I know, cooks a lot of people's uh, tempers when they, yeah. <laughs> when they see just sitting there. And, and I think people are so used to them now, they don't cause extra delays. But look for that. We still have our unpredictable summer weather pattern we've talked about on this podcast before last summer when we had our – our resident WSB listener meteorologist Chris Lashot Maddox on here, right. who does weather down in Macon and really is a big fan of our station. And uh, and you know, smiling, you work two PM drives a week. I work every day, and you're going to do a lot of filling in while I'm I'm gone uh, to Spain and Morocco the next couple of oh. weeks here. So what well, you know, 
how does how is it as sitting in the traffic center for you when you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're cruising along normal PM drive and then well it's it's all around uh, Storm Tracker two radar. If you're yeah. following Channel 2's. WSB Storm Tracker Radar. Uh, we have it constantly up hey, over our shoulders. It's, it's the same no, radar, same everybody. Okay. It's the same one. Um, we have radar over our shoulders, and when we start to see those uh, thunderstorms pop, we know it's going to be trouble on the roadways. I mean, sometimes you're not able to fly because of the weather. I mean, more times than not, the pilot has to make that decision yeah. at the last second. But um, invariably, once the interstates get doused, and those thunderstorms come, come in, they can be hovering over the interstate, and all of a sudden dump very quickly. And once the roads get wet, it's really a problem. Yeah, it really is. And then, of course, there's the unpredictability with trees and wires down. But, folks, just be weather aware. Be listening to WSB Radio. Use the tools that you have on your phone when you're not actually – your car is not actually moving when you're able to do that safely. And, and just don't get surprised by a thunderstorm. And then if you know it's happening, don't just try to drive right in the middle of it. Maybe delay your trip. Usually they're short. Usually it's not the weather, fr- weather front. Delay your trip 20 minutes. Just wait a minute before you go out to Papado or something like that or to the colonnade. That's right. You know, to, to go out and smile. And by the way, speaking of, we had unpredictable weather yesterday and then an unpredictable food delivery Thursday afternoon in the traffic center thanks to your friends. Well, thanks to the Colonnade Restaurant, National Fried Chicken Day was embodied in a big way for the Mark Aram Show. And we appreciate Jody and David and uh, Chef uh, Cobb that came in and uh, really provided a nice uh, nice setting for those of us wrapping up our day. And a lot of those beginning their day in the nighttime shift, we, even, uh, we saved Steve Winslow a piece of chicken. Oh, and Steve Winslow deserves it for doing yes. all that construction yes. uh, yapping on the overnight shift. Okay, that's that's always complicated. So, so we got we talked locally about just some happenings in Atlanta traffic. And yesterday, not a cause of the rain. Thursday afternoon, I heard DeKalb police roll into the kind of a triple whammy with a crash. You had a head-on crash, somebody injured, somebody trapped in a vehicle, and the car was smoking. And it was on Moreland Avenue at Constitution Avenue, southeast Atlanta, but in DeKalb County. And then this morning, smiling, you got to fly over Moreland Avenue at Hardy, just south of DeKalb Avenue. North of I-20. So that stretch of Moreland Avenue, we have to think about, first of all, how busy it is. And the one thing that I noticed, and, and Alex and I pointed this out when we were watching the uh, the WSB Jam Cam, the truck traffic that runs along Moreland yes. Avenue. Uh, I guess there are a lot of those um, industrial areas along there yes, heading there toward Hartsfield-Jackson. So. I think uh, if you roll Moreland Avenue, be prepared for the unexpected. I think this morning may have been, this was in the city of Atlanta district. We noticed that there was a uh, there was an Atlanta police uh, cruiser involved in the crash. Not sure what the circumstances was, but that was an all-lanes-blocked investigation for a long time. Yes. And you, we both saw that crash uh, that was uh, the PM drive on Thursday afternoon. Vehicles smacked themselves in, and one, one was uh, not necessarily on fire, but certainly smoking from the front of that. That, that is a busy stretch of roadway that we sometimes may forget unless folks are rolling north-south. And the delays on it, I mean, I'm sure if you go on it every day, you're like, what's he talking about? There's there's delays on it. But in comparison to the rest of Metro Atlanta, Moreland Avenue south of I-20 runs pretty well between 285 right. and I-20. And when you have the combination of, like you said, smiling, the commercial truck traffic, there are a lot of industrial areas the closer you get to 285. And, and it's a wide road. I mean, you could really, I mean, you could really lay it down on that road over there if you go into the doll dollhouse, tra- the what is it, the doll park trail or the the Star Time Drive in down there. It, it's it's a it's a very it's very easy to be complacent because you have all of that space, and all it takes is one person distracted, another person going too fast. Right. It trucks can't maneuver, of course, as much as a you know Toyota Prius can. Okay, or or maybe a Jim Ellis Buick can. Let's just do the the shameless plugs while we could do them. Okay. But but 
that that that's just a combination for trouble. And really, what we see smiling, I think, is a lot of times places uh, types of wrecks will happen in clumps. You know, we'll have a, a series of wrong way drivers or a series of overturned tractor trailers. And in this case, back to back days. Trouble in Moreland Avenue. Yeah, and uh, and of course, I'm I'm reminded how busy uh, our mornings have been uh, this July Fourth week, even though it was lighter than normal. And there is that complacency, perhaps, that sets in. We had a rollover, a deadly rollover crash in Cobb County that uh, shut down the ramp from 75 North to Chastain Road. Yeah, yeah, uh, Thursday Flipped morning, right? Vehicle went into the uh, went into what it was uh, described as a retention pond in that construction area that runs alongside 75 Northbound and the ramp to Chastain Road. Um, it certainly looked like the vehicle had lost control. That was an early morning wreck. Happened likely before dark. Uh, actually, the, the construction worker came on board. He came on and on the site and he found the, the the vehicle upside down. So it could have happened in the overnight hours. But yeah, bottom line, just pay attention when you're out there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we we just we always stress that, and it may sound like we're beating a drum, but folks, you you are taking a three thousand pound vehicle on average, right, or two or three thousand pound vehicle. And you're going out there, you're driving around, you know, comparably to how you move in normal everyday life, walking around like a bullet. And just take it seriously. That's all we ask. And I guess we should use that as a transition, Smiling, to talk about the 1877 Cars for Kids. Well, it's carsforkids.org survey that it was drivers ranking, I guess, drivers in their own states. So it's not you know, empirical data. It's not it's not taken from transportation data, but it's people in a survey ranking how they and other drivers around them in their states drive based on these questions. What they could do is give a score from one to four for different for different answers. So we're gonna go through the questions and talk about where what they did is I guess comparatively they rated the scores against everybody and the people with the lowest scores got A's. Hmm. The and the and by lowest I mean uh, or the highest scores rather got A's and the lowest scores between one and four got D's or F's. So here's here we go. Here's the first question. Would you speed up to stop someone from passing you? Georgia got an F. Hmm. An F. What, what do you see out there, man? Uh, real life or uh, in the helicopter? Uh, hey, listen. E- either um, way. <laughs> it's hard to tell in the helicopter sometimes. Would someone speed up for them to not allow somebody to pass it? Yeah, I think we have a lot of that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I'm guilty because I don't I do not do a lot of interstate driving myself. I think the most you'd find that is on, on the interstates itself. So I can't say personally. But uh, I, I believe there's a lot of aggressive driving that, uh, and a lot of pride. Maybe ego gets in the way. That yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of Metro Atlantans do that. They would speed up to allow someone not to pass them. Yeah, and so uh, Georgia definitely got an F on that. And uh, the states that generally ranked the highest, by the way, were the most courteous: Idaho, Montana, North Dakota. But twelve people drive in those states. Right. Okay, so there you go. And and by the way, there was a quote on the Mark Aram show. I guess he talked about this survey. I didn't get to hear the whole show, but there was a, a soundbite we heard and. From the 24-hour news center, uh, a lady from the Aram show saying, yeah, well, there's a lot of New York transplants that come down here and oh. drive. They like to blame people from the north. And New York and those states didn't rank so well either, but Georgia ranked lower. Okay, another question. Would you steal someone's parking spot? And I guess you need to define that, by the way, because does it really belong to someone? Okay, go. come on. But Georgia is kind of mid-grade. They're about a B or a B-minus there based on how drivers rank themselves and other people. Okay. Scrolling up the list, do you use your turning signals? Not surprisingly, Georgia with a D plus. I found myself in a situation like that uh, one night coming home from work. My previous job had me coming home at two o'clock, two thirty in the morning, and you know I'm tired. 
I had worked the double shift, and I remember making a left turn in a turning lane. Of course, I was lazy about it. I make the, le- I make the left turn with no turn signal. And then, you know, again, I get to my stoplight. I stop to my stop sign, and then I go to the second stop sign. I take my right, and, of course, I don't use the turn signal because nobody's around. It's 2 o'clock in the morning in my quiet neighborhood. Blue lights came on quickly. And uh, when I asked the uh, police officer, who was very courteous and uh, just gave me a heads up, I said, well, yeah, I, I was rolling, and I, I assumed a turn lane. Since I'm already in the turn lane, do I have to have the turn signal? And uh, he, uh, he said, yep, you sure do, even in a turn lane. And, of course, the one that I made at the stop sign was obvious, just laziness. But he gave me a, he gave me a break in terms of uh, not uh, giving me any kind of ticket. But I imagine at 2, 2.30 in the morning when I was heading back from work sober, that is an indication for them to go, oh, there's somebody that did something that they shouldn't have done. Maybe there's more to it than uh, it appears. But even in those dedicated turn lanes, you still have to use that turn signal. Is it good now that I'm showing your face once you admitted to breaking the law? Oh, is yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, we tell, so this is Kevin Sankston's control room, by the way. Yep. He's the youngest sounding of the voiceover people you hear on WSB. And I don't know, but this almost looks like the golden EIB microphone here. <laughs> you see that smile? Uh, oh, I didn't realize the color yeah. on that side. Yeah, yes. so. There you go. So when you're on a podcast, you can just be informal like this. You don't need to, you know. This isn't Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade, okay? Well, we, we just fly, shoot from the hip here. Question goes back to you. Do you use your turn signals and consciously? Uh, almost religiously, yeah. yeah. I, I think the only time is if I'm making a decision at the last second, like trying to go like in a lane where somebody's really slow. But I, I really do because I get ticked off if I am making a decision based upon whether I think someone else is turning or not. I'll give you an example. If I'm on a street and I'm about to turn right, let's say, and I'm looking at the cars that are coming from my left about to pass me, I, I don't even trust cars that have their turn signal on if they're going to slow down and turn on my street or if they're about to go by me. So I'm waiting, and if I don't see them with a turn signal on, I'm definitely not going to try to turn out in front of them. But if they do have their turn signal on, this is elementary, I know, if they do have it on, you know, I think, well, there's a 50-50 chance I'm not going to get T-boned here if I try to, <laughs> try to pull out onto this road. And I get so mad when, they, when they're coming, 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 and I see them slowing down, and they slow to turn on my road, and I've waited 30 extra seconds or 10 extra seconds, and they're turning. Yeah ticks me off so yeah use your turn signals it's a matter of safety and politeness which is what this story is about here we go do you respond rudely when being tailgated georgia got a b minus c plus based on the very ambiguous coloration of this map here and again the western states actually alaska scored the highest because can you even tailgate someone in alaska i don't even know uh i think there's so much I think there's so much beautiful uh, scenery that sometimes that distraction might be on top of somebody than you than you didn't really realize it because it was be- a glacier that was hanging out off your right side. I think if you could be distracted by putting lipstick on a pig as well. You, oh, I mean, yeah, you know, looking for Russia. Or that, looking for Russia. There we go. Now, to be careful not to mix Sarah Palin's line with Tina Fey's because no. that's yeah okay. All right, do you let a car merge in front of you in heavy traffic? Yes. Oh, you know when we really experienced that was the 85 bridge closure. And every yes. there was a sense. I ha- I saw both, and I don't really know what the, you know, 50, 50 was it a 50-50 balance? There were people doing a lot of bad things, but there was a lot of good things going on, a lot of courtesy. Depending on the time of day, depending on if you were in a, in a rush or not, but I saw a lot of folks letting people in, waving. It was the time of year where literally you could run your sunroof open and you could have your windows open. It wasn't hot. Once, once I had the sunroof open, I waved to you know, somebody to get me on near the golf course, near the radio station. But uh, I saw good and bad during that closure in terms of courtesy on our roads. 
I, I think so. And and I think that's something we all united behind too. We're like, we're in this together. But yeah. we should we should view our commute that way. We are in this gridlock together. And I still think there's a lot of isolationism there. By the way, South Carolina, Tennessee, West Virginia, Kansas, based on the map here, seem to score the highest as far as letting people merge in in heavy traffic. To me, that doesn't even inconvenience me when I do that. But like, speaking of merging, give, I have a real problem. Take. I have a real problem if you're in a dedicated right lane Oh. and you're in a dedicated right turn lane that says turn lane, and then all of a sudden it's your mistake because you're in that lane and you want to go straight through the intersection. That You're now going to partially, if not totally, block that turn lane to wait for the light to turn for somebody oh, to yeah. maybe let you in. I've always thought this has been... I'm probably never verbalized it, but I've thought about it. Get it that's off your, your chest, mistake. Buddy. You, you want to lay down on the couch here? That's Get it off your, your chest. That's your mistake. You, <laughs> you know, cheesy smile to the camera. Uh, that's your mistake. Continue on that right turn. Find a place to turn around and go back onto the roadway that you're trying to go through as opposed to, well, I'm just going to – and the offender is a very busy intersection. It's southbound uh, Lenox Road, Lenox Road South eastbound at Beaufort Highway. Okay. Just before you get to 85. So many people get in that right lane, and that right lane would take you to Sydney Marcus Boulevard. Then they realize, well, I need to go 85 north. I'm going to just block this lane. It yeah. doesn't matter to me. It's, 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 we're all a community here. And we and look, we're, we're spe- we've all done stuff unintentionally to violate these things. But that is, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's The only state, by the way, that got an F in how do you aggressively respond to slow driving based upon, again, residents there ranking themselves, Kansas. Hmm. And Kansas had done well in some of the other ones. So, I don't know. Must be trying to outrun tornadoes. You run up on Granny who's going 40 in the El Dorado yes, over there, you know, and it's like, no, dude, there's a twister here, you know. So, <laughs> you know, you run her off the road. Okay, <laughs> next one. And then overall, this is just overall which states have the most courteous drivers. Idaho, based on these scores, ranked the highest. New Mexico, Montana, Oregon, they seem to chime in well. And Georgia was next to the bottom. I mean, the, the lowest, though, Arkansas, South Carolina, and New York, and by the way, some of those states, particularly South Carolina, scored well in one of the other questions. So really, this is just a fun thing to talk about, but it's not mm-hmm. scientific. How do you think Georgia, and, and it's okay to say it, we're not, your, your Q rating will not go down if you say something bad. How do you think Georgia's drivers are, courteous-wise, in comparison to where you've lived in other places wow. like North Carolina and up north? You know, I'm, I'm probably going to be, uh, it'll probably be a cop-up at C, right You know, right in the middle there, because you, you have locals that need to get everywhere they need to go, and we sometimes don't allow ourselves enough time. So we're, we're guilty. A lot of folks are from out of town that come through here. When you have two major interstates that uh, go through the heart of your city, there's a lot of folks who are from out of town. So I think there's a, you can give and take there in terms of courtesy or just the fact they don't know where they're going. We always warn that around the holiday period. You know, a lot of folks have that out of town on 285 and on the connector north and southbound. So I'm going to say we rank uh, right in the middle there. I'll give them a C. I'll give us a C grade. Yeah, that's good. And look, and that's right where our education system is, by the way. We're based upon like wallethub.com. Quality of Georgia education systems is about 35th in the United States. And I'm wondering if there's a correlation there between how good driver education is, how good education is overall, just being, because to me, when you're, when, when you're educated, the more education you get, it's not a given. So I know there's people probably listening going, what about the liberal elite center? No, I mean, just when, in general, when you're more educated, you have a better sense of people around you. Yeah. And to me, that's what driving is all about. Georgia 35th in education and probably 35th or 40th in that driving survey. So. That's not scientific either. That's just me tying two things together. But that being said, okay, so, uh, smiling. one big thing here for our traffic team. This year, 2017, we've gone to having 24-7 traffic done mm-hmm. out of our actual traffic center before we'd had a partnership with Total Traffic. 
and and now we've got our people in the building. And part of the reason was to make our digital assets better. And now the biggest piece to our digital asset showcase is coming on board here later this month. And I've been on the development team for that, but Smiling, you've done a lot of testing and a lot of contributing to this thing. Your hard work and the hard work of uh, the management team and the folks who are building this out, it's been a a long process, but one that uh, we've watched develop. uh, I didn't know what goes into building an app. You've probably learned a whole lot. I didn't either. (laughs) But this will be an asset to uh, Atlanta drivers that will coincide and really, really go well with WSB triple team traffic in terms of how we will get you around situations that will pop up as you're driving in your vehicle. Maybe you can give a kind of a broad overview, Doug, as to how this will happen. Here you go. Everybody knows that nagging construction every day, right flex lane or almost every day, 400 south of the MARTA station. You're driving along. What we do in the traffic center is we we don't just plot the problem on the map. And by the way, Google Maps and Waze and things you use show an icon on a map and they'll say watch for construction. But at least in no iteration have I seen, do they ever say what lanes are blocked? Secondly, they, it's not a person telling you that. It's crowdsourced info. It's not you know vetted by anybody else. It's sort of just community-wise or time-wise decided. So if you're driving along 400 South, you might hear this. Traffic alert. We've got that nagging daily right flex lane construction again. It's Andy Springs, 400 Southbound, right before the MARTA station. And that's jamming things up. What happened a lighter than normal ride, now slow from Mansell Road during morning drive. This will stay with you through the day and cause aggravation as well. See, and I know it's probably hard to hear, but I just want to tell you, you're going to drive along and hear reports tailored just for that incident, just for the people on that ride from us. And, Smiling, you've been a bulldog about this. You're going to get push alerts that are sent to one of six regions in which we've divided Metro Atlanta. I think we've really found through the WSB radio app a real success in push alerts. We've had outlying yeah. uh, traffic or notifications tell us, if you don't know what those are right. There would be notifications that come on the front of your phone uh, with with what's going on. But we've had a real success with the WSB radio app push alerts notifications that have come up, and now we're going to take it to the next level with the WSB Triple Team Traffic app, where. This will be concentrated, and you, by the way, can regionalize it, personalize where you're driving along I-75 in Cobb County, the northwest, if you're coming in from Gwinnett County, um, not only with the push alerts, but, of course, with the audio alerts, which will break into, quote, regular program, whatever you're listening to on your Bluetooth Bluetooth device within your vehicle. And I'm sure that a lot of people were reaching right now. You all are traditional radio listeners, but I've done some informal surveying myself, and we've also looked at other research that the station has commissioned People that are uh, younger than me, and I'm 31 years old, but even even a little bit older than me or my age, are very much not into the radio. And I think that could change as they get older and they have a more of a need for that information. But they're getting it from a lot of other places. And we want WSB's triple team traffic, uh, good information to be able to help people. And selfishly, we want our brand out there. So that's that's what we're doing. The target date is July 18th. If there are any hangups, they might be closer to the end of July. But we've been working on this since December of 2015. And if you're listening now, if you think enough to listen to a traffic podcast, you need to you need to stir this into the stew of all the ways you use to prepare for your ride. If you use Google Maps, for instance, for turn-by-turn directions, we don't give turn-by-turn. We will list out the directions beforehand, but we're not something that's a, an app that is adaptive that's going to tell you where to drive. We're trying to tell you about where the traffic updates are, hands-free, as you need them, and only the stuff you'd really care about, not a car off to the right ahead. No. We're going to tell you, crash in the two right lanes, get over to the left, or 85 South, crash three right lanes, use Buford Highway instead, and we're going to tell you about it before you get to I-285. And all of this is work that is done by hand by our traffic reporters, myself, 
you smiling, Mark Aram, Alex Williams, Ashley Frasca, Veronica Harrell, so on and so forth. There's no app right now that's doing that. There's Twitter accounts even that that usually are robotic. We're doing it online on this app and, of course, on the air. And we will – right, and that's make make a real good point. We want you still to be with us every six minutes, morning and afternoons on WSB with traffic. But this will really tailor wherever you're driving, alert you to trouble up ahead, sometimes quicker than we can get it on the air in terms of either breaking into programming or in our regular six-minute traffic rotation during the morning news and the evening news. Yeah, and and I need to mention, too, by the way, Mark Aram, a big asset of that. I was listening to all the people that are – just mainly a radio, but Mark Aram, of course, and Channel 2 is in this with a partnership also. This is not just a radio thing. So it's important enough that our company spent a six-figure amount of money to put into this and help develop this. So we would love for you all to download it for free at the end of this month from the uh, Google Play Store and the Apple uh, uh, App Store. And by the way, if you have the current Channel 2 traffic app or WSB-TV traffic app, this will essentially morph in to that. So that's big news. So If there's one thing that our boss does, Pete Spriggs, in terms of promotion, you'll hear a lot about it. You will, you will not, uh, it will not escape you in terms no. of when <laughs> this comes out, when it will be available on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB and I, our partners with Channel 2 Action News, I'm sure. So you will know when this app is available for you to download it onto your smartphone. Yeah, for sure. And also, I'll be gone the next couple of weeks smiling. You're doing a lot of the extra work for me there, both in the Skycopter and also you're working on your first ever gridlock guy for the AJC. Looking which forward is, to that. It's in print on Mondays, but it goes online during the weekend. And uh, what, what do you have cooking for that? This is next week. This is a this is at, like, a week from Monday that people will see this in print. Right. Well, as I was racking my brain, what could I do in terms of topics? I think the one that's uh, we are connected with it's not there weren't you speaking of partners it's almost as if we partner with the dot and specifically the hero units when we're flying in the wsb skycopter in terms of working with these guys and gals who are out there on the road so we're going to we're going to feature uh uh, what it's like to uh, be behind the wheel of those hero units and the appreciation that uh, we have for them, that the DOT has for them, and then some real-time uh, and real uh, comments from the from the guys behind the wheels of those uh, those hero units that are out there 24-7 uh, protecting us and helping us along, even if we have a flat tire breakdown. Yeah, so that, that, that's going to be great. And Ashley Frasca is going to write about it the next week. Do it. She's part of Women in Transportation and I think has some good stuff to write as well so thank you all for tuning into that and by the way the gridlock guy is in the ajc and on ajc.com but we also have it on wsbradio.com presented by AAA. so uh, we we thank you all for all the different ways to tune into us how linear is this job compared to when you first started oh, wow. or, or how linear was it back then compared to now where we're like a a, a big star we're just got spokes everywhere well it was radio and tv then radio the uh the driving force captain herb henry the driving course and triple team traffic but uh boy this is really really following a route and uh you know your leadership your drive in terms of how you are just uh you're 24 7 traffic dude so uh, <laughs> you, i don't know if you know this one of our bra- backup traffic uh, uh pilots call you calls you the traffinator oh yeah Cur- so you've Colonel been called Col- and i think Colonel that's an Collar. apt i love name. that as well you should. You should embody that. But your, your drive, your determination, and uh, your attention for detail should not go unnoticed in terms of how uh, Only in traffic or NASCAR, out, though. So. That's, the, that's as far as the detail extends. It's traffic and NASCAR. We look forward to hearing your detailed <laughs> no. trip overseas. That sounds like a wonderful trip. It'll, it'll be good. Well, I'll be throwing some good stuff up on social media, at Doug Turnbull on Twitter or Doug Turnbull on Facebook, or how, how much can I promote myself here? Fireball Turnbull on Instagram. And at Smiling, you'll have double the – copter pictures as well while i'm yep. gone i thank you for all your extra work as well so well, that'll be good it's summertime and the living is easy uh driving sometimes <laughs> not yeah no kidding well folks tune back in probably by the end of july right around the time this app drops 
We're going to talk back in with you guys. But thank you all for listening on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB, the WSB radio app. And be sure and share this with your friends. It's not in the iTunes store or anything. It's just a link. So get it out there if you're into Atlanta traffic. And we'd love to hear back from you. Thank you all. See you.